Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Well, good morning. You are uh, welcome to the show. We are glad you're joining us on this Thursday. Uh, We're excited about our next guest in the studio. Scott Sigmund is joining us with uh, one of his fighters. Um, We, the man that we were going to have come in today, he, you try so hard to keep your, your fighters healthy. Uh, so you always run on the the air on the side of caution when it comes. So he wasn't able to join us this morning, um, but we're excited about this uh, this bout that is coming up uh, in March. It's going to be here really soon. Yes, ma'am. It's going to be at the uh, campus on the University of Lynchburg at Turner Gym. It's going to mm-hmm. be an eight to nine uh, bout card. Owen Hilton, who's here with me, a graduate of Brookville, um, he has seven professional fights. He's got a record of five and one and one no contest. Um, the other fight I was hoping to have is um, the star in, in the region, maybe the state, um, one of the hottest prospects in the, in the entire world of boxing, um, just like I had predicted to you several years yes. ago. Yeah. Before he ever even had a pro bout, he's got 10 wins, zero losses, um, six knockouts. He's fighting in a 10-rounder and only his 10th bout with no amateur background. Um, the kid's just amazing. I mean, you, you said that you said that to me the, the last time that we, that we talked. He's uh, out of the Amherst area. Uh, started out as a wrestler yep. and uh and now he's uh he's just really hit the ground running in in this sport yeah he just had a great propensity to learn the uh the fundamentals of boxing quickly he's got a great mind for it um you know at first i think everyone thought i was just hyping it up but then after a couple of times they've seen him um we sold a fifty thousand dollar gate at the boonsboro worthington club in a matter of five days the first <laughs> bout we had back in virginia we're already upwards of 800 tickets sold on this event, Yeah. Um, which we're actually at a slower pace of selling tickets this time, because I guess this is like day nine or 10 of selling tickets. So we're, we're slowing down a little bit on the ticket sales, but this uh, venue holds 1,450 people. But okay. I'm sure we'll have it getting sold out here in the next week or so. That's a, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good number for sure. So tell us about, um, so you've got Austin. Who's that's that's your headliner yes, there for sure? And who's he going to be fighting? Um, well, we haven't started matching him yet. I have okay. several people that we're looking at. Um, fighters are very uh, particular, so if I try to lock a guy down like ten weeks before, <laughs> they'll tell me, "Oh, you know, you're you're trying to keep me from fighting. I can't make any money." But then if I get shorter than six weeks, they'll tell me, "Oh, well, you know, you're not giving me enough time to prepare for a ten round fight, and then they want more <laughs> money." So I got to really hit that sweet spot of like that seven to nine week mark to contract an opponent. <laughs> I have several guys. You got a lot of balls in the air, don't you? I got, <laughs> you know, I got several guys in mind. Um, a guy's 20 and 10, 20 wins, 10 losses. I got a guy's 28 wins, 7 losses. I got 17 wins and 2 losses. I mean, these are the types of opponents I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want really premium purses to fight a kid like Deonda. Um, you know, we're paying ESPN money to fight right here in Lynchburg against the kids. So I got to try to make sure the market can handle the, the opponent. And and the, he's so young. Uh, to be to be you know at this level for them to be intimidated uh, by him i think is interesting um, you know, people he, don't like he, to lose yeah he, he puts in the work um you know his first eight fights we didn't fight guys with records and he beat a guy that's eight and four and then a guy that's five four and one um in back-to-back fights he he hasn't lost a round as a professional i, I believe he's boxed 45 rounds um no no three judges have given him one round that he lost so yeah, I think he maybe lost the round on one scorecard or something. But basically, he's forty-five and zero in wow. the rounds boxed. Okay. Now the exciting matchup on the card, we're having a rubber match um, here with Owen and Rafael Morel. All so right. Morel was a fighter who was 
I believe he may have been 0-3 at the time, but he had only fought guys with undefeated records. And so it was a really, it was a real step-up fight for Owen because um, the guy had went the distance every fight, um, even though he was winless. And they had a real war. I believe it was two, three, maybe four rounds. And ultimately, Owen, you know, got stopped in the fight. And maybe a year or so went by. Owen had a couple of highlight real knockouts when he got the name Cannon Hands. He actually hit a guy with a check hook, and the guy was unconscious as he was falling, and it broke his foot in half. Oh, Lord. So, the, so then shortly after that, we got the rematch with Morrell, um, who lost to several more undefeated opponents at the time. Um, that's why box, boxing records can be deceiving. This guy can really fight. And Owen beat him in a split decision um, down near his hometown. And, you know, I was just thinking of something that I, I feel like I, I always want my fighters to win, but I want them to be put in a spot where they have to overcome a lot of adversity and they can grow as a fighter. And I just don't think there's a fight out there. I think this fight is living inside of Owen emotionally, and I, I, I truly believe he has the tools to just snuff this guy out quickly and really separate himself from that level and take the next step. And that's why we're going to have the, the, the third and final fight on this card. Oh, and let's uh, let's talk for a couple of minutes now. So your your name is Cannon Hands. I don't I don't know that anybody would want to mess with that. Uh, <laughs> that's a great nickname. That, that is that, one of the best nicknames yeah, I've that's, heard. That's that's Thank a good you. one. I appreciate it. That's a pretty good one. I appreciate it. So you're from the Brookville area originally. So I'm originally from Danville, but I moved up to Lynchburg around 2014, 2015, something okay. like that. So I would say that I'm from Lynchburg now. I mean. Everybody that I love and care for is basically around Lynchburg, well, you know? there you go. Then that, that's what makes it home. Yeah. So, uh, tell us how you got into boxing. Um, so, I was about 17 years old. I was in high school. I was trying to get in shape, but I was all, I mean, I'm 120 pounds walking around even, you know. I might take a shower and be 122 pounds the next day. <laughs> uh, but, so, I, I just wanted to kind of defend myself and... I came into the gym and I sparred one time and I'd done horrendous. I mean, terrible. Uh, <laughs> and Scott let me know. And I kind of just got challenged just like a person, you know, and mm -hmm. I fell in love with boxing and here we are today. So, so what did you fall in love with? You know, Scott talks a lot. I remember the last time I interviewed you, uh, you talk about the uh, people having a mind for the game. What what does that what does that mean? Having a mind, I mean, you know, I, I think that can mean different things to different people. Um, you know, like Austin sees fights and patterns and rhythms that I can't even sense. So I mean, he's like a Picasso or a Beethoven of boxing. But um, you know, I think Owen and I are very similar. I mean, what attracts me to boxing is the brutal honesty of it. There's no lies. They call it the Chamber of Truth when you step in those ropes, mm -hmm. and it's. There's no, it, nowhere to hide, is it's, there? It's almost addicting to bury your soul in front of 1,400, 1,500, or, I mean, you know, if it's on TV, millions of people to see. Yeah, yeah. So did you, so you you said you wanted to physically be able to, to you know, protect yourself, but also did, did that mental gameplay come in come into play? So boxing, boxing like life is in general, it's just an incredible, grind you're constantly working and there's nothing truer than boxing the way that you work because and on a football team you can lose because of somebody not catching a ball and you don't even play that side of the field right but if I lose March 18th it is solely based on me and I've lost before I understand how it is mm -hmm. and 
that's just the pure part of it because you know that you're going out there and giving your 100% effort and that's right. all you can do. That's that's what's so awesome about this fight because I had been boxing for about four and a half years before I was able to fight in Lynchburg ever. Mm-hmm. And then we finally fight in Lynchburg and then I was kind of robbed of the opportunity to fight in Lynchburg. I had a no contest. That's when that happened. Uh, my opponent said I got I hit him in the back of the head. Mm. And so... To have a fight like this, like Scott said, I'm matched to the point where if I don't fight like myself and I don't fight to the point of being 100%, I'll lose. Right, right. But if I do, I'll win. And Your eyes just kind of sparkle when you, when you talk about uh, about taking on those challenges. It's exciting. It, it, yeah, it's just amazing. Box, boxing just changes people's lives, genuinely. It, I mean, look at what it's done for Austin. I mean, Austin is just went from being kind of like super quiet super quiet and now i remember he's flourished into a a, a man yeah. you know i mean he's he's out there he's he's providing a show for people and i just that's what this fight is for me so we can step up to the next level and we can do we can do the next thing for myself well we're excited about this coming uh so close to home it's going to be at the turner gym university of lynchburg march the 18th that's a saturday uh, that, of course, on Lakeside Drive in Lynchburg. If people want to get more information, get their tickets, how do they do it? Um, they can call me at 434-238-5809. Um, they can also text me. Um, probably the easiest way is to follow me on Facebook, especially people that are always wanting front row seats or second row seats because that they, sell event, they sold out in five minutes. Ah. Um, so you follow me at Scott Cujo Sigmund on Facebook. That's where I keep all the updates. I usually will um, let people know prior to the tickets going on sale as well. Well, it's going to be an exciting time in Lynchburg for sure on March the 18th. Thanks for joining us this morning. You guys stay uh, healthy and strong and get it done on March the 18th. I plan on being there and watching it. So it's going to be fun. Thanks.